if you are ready to take the hard road, the road less traveled, the path in life where the journey is more important than the destination, then you are in the right place. Prepare to live with vigor. This is the Adventurous Gentleman Podcast. As usual, this episode contains adult language. If you are interested in buying some Maven Optics, you can use the coupon code NBHGIFT at checkout and get some free Maven swag with your order. In this episode, you're going to hear Aaron and I come up with an idea for a photo competition to submit photos. You can do it one of two ways. You can either email it over to adventurousgentleman at gmail.com or you can go ahead and post it on Instagram and tag us in it. Now, to also be qualified for the prize, you must follow the Adventurous Gentleman Instagram account, Aaron Snyder's Instagram account, Faru Cast account, and Frank's, which is Tort Life, I believe. So follow those and then tag us in your hunting photos, which you believe show the most fun part of hunting and remember it cannot be taken on anything higher quality than a camera phone if you have any questions just hit me up on facebook or instagram at adventurous gentlemen and good luck welcome everybody to the confessionals i believe this is episode three and i am running solo today so unfortunately no Aaron Snyder this episode, but I wanted to get on here and record because I have some thoughts in my head that have just been banging around, wanting to get out before they just become old and forgotten. Um, first off, being the basic and fundamentals. I know this is a topic we've talked about before. I think I've even written about it, but why I want to talk about it is... You really can't talk about the basics and the fundamentals enough. When it comes to, say, archery or fitness, it really always amazes me how many people just... Motherfucker. Of course, I am 58 seconds into my first ever solo episode, and I get a fucking text message from Aaron Snyder that he is ready to record. So I guess uh, this is my first minute and seven seconds or so maybe i'll stretch this for two minutes before i start calling them and i guess i'll just record that and put this right in the fucking beginning so fuck here we go minute or so into my first solo podcast ever and all of a sudden you're <laughs> fucking ready <laughs> oh dude it's been it's crazy hectic I go, all right, I could do this. I'm going to do it solo. I got some shit I want to talk about. If he can't make it, you know, that's fine. I'm I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this all by myself. <laughs> and then, of course, a minute fucking into my recording. Fucking, I'm ready. Uh, I live from the gym to my house, two minutes. From the gym in my house to work, I got to drive down, which right now it snowed like crazy down I-70 quite a way, so. That's where I lose you is when I'm coming down. Mm, down to the mountains. couple minutes, yeah. You know, Denver is an amazing place, and it's had such an influx of people. They can't keep up with their shit at all. We're going to talk about that today. We're going to talk about fucking Denver just not being able to handle itself. No, haters, Denver, conversion rate. Um, I talked to a wildlife biologist yesterday that asked me to get 
take part in uh, basically like a youth, like these youth camps to help, you know, non and anti hunting families get into hunting. Oh, that's conversion fun. rate. That's so awesome. fun. many people are moving out of Denver, like you and I, that are hunters, because they're like, fuck this place. Fucking leaf licking sons of bitches. I'm moving to Idaho. And then you have the Californians moving in. So the numbers for hunting are going down. So let's let's chat about that. Let's let's chat about that. I started recording. Uh so conversion rates. We're talking peop non hunters becoming hunters, or we're talking also kids who maybe come up in hunting families carrying on that tradition. Or kids in non hunting family trying to get them into hunting. You know, that's that's actually a topic pretty near and dear to my heart because I once ran a uh like a open learn archery day at a local in conjunction with a local club where, you know, I was on the news and some radio just like, Hey, we've got we teamed up with a local bow shop, we've got some stuff here, you know, come on in, learn three D archery, learn the sport. And we got a surprising amount of people for the area. Yeah, and I, you know, anything, it's not like, I'm introverted, it's not like I am like, yeah, I love crowds, but anything that, uh, you know, I can do or you can do to move the needle uh, is important nowadays because, you know, we are heavily outnumbered, and, I mean, are we recording now? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, yesterday I got a phone call about, um, you know, trying to teach or getting involved in these youth uh, programs where it may be a like a non-hunting family to introduce the kids and the family into hunting. And, you know, if I could be basically, you know, speak at those or, or help out. And talking with this guy, you know, great links. We talked for like an hour and a half. Um, it really kind of rang the bell because he has data right like he doesn't he's not pulling numbers out of his ass and one of the things that he was very clear on is the amount of people moving out of colorado the number that are hunters saying screw colorado entirely sleep flippers i'm moving to idaho i'm moving to kansas i'm moving to a place where they like guns right they like hunting right and then he said like yeah, he said there's like 12,000 people a month, or maybe it's 1,200, whatever. 1,200 sounds Denver. a little more accurate. <laughs> well, Denver, Colorado's a big place. Moving into Colorado. Oh, moving in. Yeah, maybe it is 12,000. Then the majority of those are either in the mid-road, right? Like, not non-hunting, not anti-hunting, and not hunting. Or, or excuse me, not not anti and not, uh, or hunting, uh, pro-hunting. They're just in the middle. And, uh, but a lot of them are California anti-hunters. And the fact that if we don't start, like you take, and one of the reasons I think some of these guys were talking to me, you get the, like the curmudgeons, right? The, the you know, old crusty, like the recurve guys, my way or the highway, fuck these flat brim wearing selfie taken kids. This wasn't the way I was brought up. You're bad for hunting. Okay, well, well you know what? A hunter is a hunter, right? One, <laughs> yeah. in the, one in the good column is in the good column. And um, I don't want to sound like Rocky, right? Speaking to the Russians, I'll beat up and fucked up. But if I can change, you can change. But it's taken me a while for my redneck dumbass 
to get over myself and look at it for the, the betterment or the good of the sport, meaning take a step back. Okay, let's just be positive, not, not to, you know, you know I, I hate when I sound like the kumbaya thing, but try to just get hunter or people into hunting, whether that be from my photography, fitness, backpacking, teaching classes, whatever I can do if someone's hanging out there in the gray to pull them over into the hunting side of things, I try and do it now. And it also, you know, talking to this guy that brought up what you and I were talking about yesterday before I got, had you pulled away. Mm. You have all these, this fucking hate, right? Against people with hunting, whether it be, let's take Cameron Haynes, right? Like probably one of the most well-loved and one of the most hated, right? He's got people coming at him from multiple different directions. Mm-hmm. The one thing you can't take from Cameron, one, I mean, I, I mean, obviously, I've made fun of Cameron's nipples, right? It's not like I'm a Cameron leg humper, but what he's done, him and like Joe Rogan or the meat eater, what they've done for hunting to convert people or at least show them we're not a bunch of just bloodthirsty ding-dongs is un- unbelievable, right? I mean, he has a, a pedestal, he has a platform to speak on that none of, not, I mean, those three that we don't have. And do I agree with everything Cameron does? No, no, not by far. Have I made smart-ass comments towards him as he's doing pull-ups and kids whacking him with a broomstick? Yes, I have. But you can't take away from the fact that dude has got a lot of people into hunting that certainly wouldn't be there if it wasn't for him. And I don't understand. I mean, I don't understand how some of these, I call them hate groups, what they're thinking, because it's like, don't you think you could take some of that effort and talent and put it towards something good, like trying to get people into hunting before we lose our sport completely? <laughs> mm-hmm. And you know what? This actually, I don't know if you knew this. I think it broke like 12 hours or so ago. I just started seeing it. But, you know, Chris Pratt, he's in all mm-hmm. he's in the superhero movies. Uh, mm-hmm. I guess he was doing a Q&A on Twitter or something, and a fan called him out for hunting and they wrote something like 2017 and people still hunt literally how and i guess chris responded literally question mark people hunt by using modern firearms archery or muzzle loading equipment there's an application process for licenses and tags which are available only during short strictly enforced seasons one must complete a hunter safety test to be eligible i hope this helps (laughs) that's funny well that's what you need. You need people like him who have that huge platform. Like, he's not, I mean, Joe Rogan's popular, but he's not fucking Chris Pratt popular. Right. And that's, and that's huge. And I guess well, what think- gets me is, that I don't think these people, take Patagonia, for instance, right? Take perfect example. They they make that big sign on their page, government stealing your land, whatever, president. And, you know, they're obviously very passionate for public land which is great but their founder is a hunter a fisherman and outdoorsman and they couldn't give two flying fucks about hunters in in the thing that gets me the most is where does all the money for a lot of this public land come from aaron yeah it comes from hunters and i mean directly patagonia patagonia which i've spoken with a lot of the higher ups there I mean, the way they word it is they're not pro-hunting, they're not anti-hunting, they are pro-earth, right? So They're, they're pro-money? They're pro 
Yeah, which, they're definitely pro money. But I mean, as far as how they they word it, right? They're they're pro earth, whatever they can do to keep public land public, uh, you know, whatever. But you're right. I mean, the majority of the money comes from, well, not the majority, pretty much all of it, as far as conservation goes and, and wildlife habitat, comes from hunters. But I mean, my my point is on this is we are losing the battle. I mean, you know, battle of attrition. Whether you live, yeah, I mean, whether you live in the middle of nowhere in Arkansas and don't really give a shit about who hunts and who doesn't. Or you live, you know, in whatever, Boulder, Colorado, you're going to have more non-hunters around you um, if you start to look uh, than hunters for the most part. Now, you may have to travel, right? Like the problem with, um, uh, you know, like Colorado, most people in Colorado hunt until you get to Denver and Boulder and the big cities are Colorado Springs. Those cities control the vote. So as far as like... uh, you know, like square miles of land, there's more probably hunters per square mile in the sense of like you cut out Denver, Boulder, Colorado Springs, the rest of the state hunts. But the highest population is Boulder, Denver, and Colorado Springs. I'm not explaining this very well. So if we put things to a vote today about will hunting continue in Colorado, we're probably going to get our ass handed to us. So for, for me and my little part, anything I can do, whether it's photography or if I'm teaching a class on orienteering, that I can shed the light like, hey, here I am. You didn't know I hunted 35, 40 minutes ago, now, and you like me. Now you know I hunt, and you can still like me, and let me explain how it works. Like, we're, we're we, you know. Let, let me show you why can, this is fun, and you should do okay, it too. Can, Give you an example. I got casted to do a photo shoot, um, or I got a phone call to be casted to do a photo shoot. They for did start asking you to take your clothes off, did they? Huh, no, not yet. But <laughs> for a gun, like for a gun company. Okay. Right. So the lady that runs the casting agency, yeah, I don't know who she is. She says, "Hey, uh, you know, the producer of this said you fit the part well. Can you send me some photos?" Well, it's a gun thing, so I'm thinking... Gun photos. It, uh, so I'm sending dead shit, right? <laughs> Deer, elk, grizzlies, here, full camo, side of a mountain. Right. And the lady calls me, and she is, is, is like... Um, Stop sending me this. Oh my, well, she was just, like, appalled at first. And she said, she said, you know, I was very interested in your company, meaning Kafaras. And what you do, because she had researched me, that's your job for casting. Um, but I didn't really take into consideration, you know, the amount of death, basically, in animals. She had no, I mean, you know, it is, she wasn't anti-hunting, but she certainly was like, oh, my God, you're killing these, these animals. So it's the first thing she said is, you know, I'm in Colorado all the time. I'd like to swing by your showroom. I don't think I can handle all the dead animals, though. And I'm like, hey, that's not really... You know, that's not really my thing. I don't I don't mount animals. And she's like, Well do you just leave the meat? Okay, well that problem right there, that's a red that's, that's a red flag to me that says that's the perception of non or anti hunters. Right. Right? And I'm like, No, hell no, I got, you know, three deep freezers full of meat. I have I have meat every night. And yeah, I this said is my to only you meat. 
yeah, I said, do you eat meat? She said, yeah, I'm not, I'm not a vegetarian. I, uh, you know, I eat fish and turkey and occasional steak. And I'm like, well, how do those animals die? They certainly don't die of old age or natural causes. So I, you know, here comes the explanation. I'm like, now, you know, you, you stealing it from Joe Rogan. I said, you're killing it with your checkbook. I'm killing it with a bow, sometimes a gun. And I'm like, but the end result is there's food on my plate. Mm-hmm. And I don't, you know, and she, it took a minute. She just, she was like, well, yeah, but animals can get, you know, wounded or whatever. Like, no, totally they can. But also the animals you eat live in each other's shit in a pen and don't get to live wild and free. So yeah. what's, what's right and what's wrong? And then I came to, hey, do you, have you ever looked up how much money hunters uh, bring to the table for conservation, for wildlife habitat? She never even thought of it. And so educating people to me is important. And this is coming from a guy, you know, I'm, you know how I am, dude. It's not like I'm probably (laughs) should be doing this, right? Like I'm, I'm not the best spokesman, but if I can, I should, you know what I mean? If I can do it and I, and I can move the needle. Well then, you know, yesterday was an interesting day. Get off the phone with her and Phone rings again, another buddy, and this is about what you know because we have TSD coming in today to do a podcast. Um, do you have these guys coming in? Whatever, I'm like, yeah, man, I'm super excited. These guys are awesome. And shortening the the, the conversation down, I'm like, dude, why are they awesome? Well, basically because they bash the shit out of a bunch of people in the outdoor industry, and he thinks it's funny. And I'm like, yeah, no, I mean, stuff it is funny. <laughs> They're saying what I'm thinking. But do you think, you know, my question that I, I posed to the guy was, hey, do you, do you think they're good for hunting? Are they moving the needle, right? Or are they just posting things that a bunch of other curmudgeons and, and hated people at, uh, you know, the hate club get to dive on and bash along with them? And he's talking about it, and I'm like, well, let's think about it, dude. I, I agree with some of shit today. I'd, I'd be a liar if I didn't say it. But do you think that their efforts, their knowledge, um, you know, whatever, could be used for a something better to help convert, help teach, like people in the mid-road or people getting started, don't you think maybe, just fucking maybe, that they could actually do some good for hunting because they're not now. It's comical, right? I mean, some of it. Um but they're not, they're not moving the needle. I mean, they're certainly not taking people in the mid-road area and teaching them and moving them over into the hunting side or pro hunting, which to me, as redneck as I am, is extremely important nowadays because I see it at a different level than most because I'm in Denver, Colorado. I'm surrounded by fucking leaf lickers, anti-hunters. You're seeing what's happening in the rest of the country amplified and sped up. Exactly. And, and I mean, daily, it is in my face, whether I'm taking photos and I'm in a camo jacket of coyotes at a state park and immediately, are you hunting? No, ma'am, we're in a, we're in a state park. I, I, uh, I'm just taking, I'm just taking photos. Are you a hunter? Yeah, no, I, I hunt. I hate hunters. Well, geez, ma'am, why do you hate hunters? You know, we're, I'm not, I'm not affecting you, you know, and, oh, you know what, hunters, they're encroaching on the wildlife that pushes them into housing element, to housing developments. I'm like, 
No, no, that's not that's not that's not true. Actually, <laughs> the developments are encroaching on wildlife. <laughs> right, and 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 so you know, I explain that, and I'm like, really, I, I just like taking photographs of of animals. You know, I'm I mean, whether I kill them, you know, later on during the season, you know, I eat all the meat, and uh, she's like, you eat coyotes. I'm like, well, no, no, of course not, but. Ma'am, as you can see, there's seven coyotes in front of me right now. Those coyotes do eat your local neighbor's cats. They're really hard on the deer population, um, especially like on the fawns. Um, and, and that population needs to be controlled. And I said, ma'am, you know, if you really, if you Google this, what will happen once these coyotes get out of hand, they'll just hire, you know, the state. We'll pay for it out of our tax dollars. They're going to hire snipers or trappers to come in here and weed the population down because there's too many. Now, you may not know that, and you may live in your little fucking shell, but they're going to die. Whether they drive by a hunter's hand or a state-funded trapper or sniper's hand, they're, they're fucking dying, man. They're going to die. There's just too many. There's a reason I'm here with the Nikon 600-millimeter lens because there's too fucking many of them, and it makes for great photos because shooting cane coyotes is way easier than shooting live ones. And these here are cane, like... I'm parked in my truck taking photos out the window of coyotes. Not normal, right? There's too many of them. And so, obviously, I'm, I'm much more politically correct when I'm talking to them. But um, I think that the perception of hunting, we need to do everything we can to make sure people understand why we're doing it, what we're doing. The, the strong united front, again, not sound like Rocky, I'll be shit, he's speaking to the Russians, but it wouldn't hurt us to try and get along. And if, you know, someone's doing something, and a lot of this stuff I do agree with, like, you know, you got a kid that shoots a, a doe, and he shows he throws up 14 sponsors circling around the doe. I understand where that kid's coming from. He's young. He's excited. He wants to promote. He wants to be part of a clique. He wants to be part of a team. And he's part promoting all these things. in a bigger picture. Right. Is it? Stupid looking, in my opinion. Yeah, I think it's dumb as shit. Um, I don't think you need to put fourteen different sponsors around a doe. Um, I don't. I don't. I think that disrespects the animal to a certain degree. Um, you know, and it takes away what hunting is about. Is hunting about promoting all your products and everything? No. I mean, obviously, we all have to make a living. I make a living selling backpacks. Um, but there's a tactful and respectful way to do it. Um, I don't think doing that really, you know, helps. Now, again, I'm mid-road on this. You know, I, I, I sell backpacks, but I try to, I mean, I never put a Kafaru logo, Easton logo, whatever, throw Broadhead logo, Swarovski logo, Vortex, and circle the fucking animal when I do it. I just want to post a photo that captures the moment at that time and tell a story. I think that's okay, but well, let's again. Do let's do this. You know what a smart goal is, Aaron? A what? A smart goal. Have you ever heard the term smart goal? Anyone listening who probably works at an office, I'm sure, has heard this term. You ready for it? A smart goal is a goal that must be specific. It must be measurable, attainable, relevant, and time-bound. So if we say... Read that off Google. No, no. It's, uh, we do it a lot when I coach when we have new athletes and we're bringing them in to get, you know, in better shape. But but they do it a lot, too, in, like, companies where they're trying to improve shit, I guess. But it works. 
And here, here's what we're going to do, right? We want to say, we don't want to just sit here and complain and talk about the problem, right? We want to be part of the solution. Adventurous Gentlemen was started for amateurs and to get the hunting together with the outdoors community in the same domain. Not just, oh, here's the outdoors community where you have camping, mountain biking, backpacking, uh, canoeing, kayaking, and then here's hunting. It's to say, no, let's put hunting in with the outdoor community, right? And so to say that's our goal, right? Say our goal is to, I mean, it's not exactly measurable, but we'll, f we'll figure that out as we get there. Say our goal is to improve the perception of hunting or to get more people hunting, right? Mm -hmm. Actually, you, you could measure it. I don't know how. We'll have to talk to your buddy. But uh, we want to be specific, right? So do we want to get more people hunting or do we want to start with the perception of hunting? Do we want to fix the community itself? Because that's the problem I see. The biggest problem I see in hunting is the community. If you were to say take, let's say, perfect example, why is CrossFit so successful? Why is what? CrossFit so successful. It's a, it's a community, in it's, my opinion. I mean, exactly. it's a click. It's a community. It's a click. It's a group of very, I mean, you will catch some negativity, but certainly not like you'll see in hunting. And it's it's a very positive place. And they don't really, like, there's the pro side to it, and people will follow the professionals. But, you know, and you'll get the tagging and some of that stuff, but it's not on the level you'll see of hunting, right? If we say we want to improve our community, and I'm not saying we have to be like CrossFit, but I am saying there's a lot of positive stuff going on there that the hunting community could certainly learn from. Yeah, no, I agree. In 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 CrossFit, if somebody shows up and they're new, you're not going to have people busting their balls because they have a shitty squat. You know, they Definitely. don't know what they're doing. And the, the worst thing I see is, like, you know, would somebody be scared now to post their kill? They're a new hunter. They just started maybe at age 31 hunting and they got a doe and they post it are they gonna have to worry their balls will be busted because it's a doe or maybe it's a spike or whatever yeah probably some would yeah so let's say specifically our specific goal is to improve the hunting community right yeah hunting community i'm writing this down i got a notepad out for because no one can actually see what I'm doing. I'm writing this down. Write down your goals, people. They don't count. Measurable. I guess we'll have to We'll talk to your friend. We'll set like a year-long goal and see if we can improve the numbers in Colorado. <laughs> Hopefully but, I nation. mean, or it, Denver. I think that, uh, yeah, Denver. I Let's just think that, um, yeah, can you hear me all right? Yeah, I got you. A little steady, okay. but you're all right. I just think that, um, and, and and believe me, I have had to suck up my own pride and eat some crow on some of this shit. So uh, believe me, if you're wondering if um, you're going to be able to do this because of the way that you maybe have, may have been raised or whatever, uh, you know, I like to hunt. And uh, if I have to maybe talk to people more than I, I normally would, would want to, or if I have to go out of my way to educate someone now compared to 10 years ago i do everything i possibly can 
to make sure and represent hunting as best as I as I possibly can and inform. So, mm-hmm. I mean, you take mountain ops, for example, gets hated a ton, uh, hated on, you know. I mean, for whatever reason, okay, they grew too big or, or whatever, but the one thing I can say um, about mountain ops is they have done a um, – a very good job at getting, you know, maybe non-hunters uh, into hunting. And I think that... Um, they've rented, they've they've represented hunting well. Right, yeah. <laughs> and I think that um, in a lot of ways there is, there's a lot to be said for how they've done it and whether you agree with it or not or you get pissed because they sell products or whatever they they have they have gotten a lot of non-hunters into hunting and I mean this isn't again me guessing like I've seen it um, you know what I mean since I'm involved with them and I'm not saying other companies haven't done the same thing um, I I just think you know as I see some of the things in the industry and the bat the, the battling and the the bickering and all that that um, you kind of have to sometimes take a step back um, and say hey I mean um, what are we all here for, right? Like, we all love hunting. We all love the outdoors, some different reasons than others. And we need to kind of try and stick together, um, uh, you know, to make this happen, basically, like to, to keep it going or we're going to be in deep shit. All right, here's what I got for you. Ready? Rounding out this smart goal. So, specific, our goal is to improve the hunting community. Uh Colorado, measurable, Colorado, Denver. I'm thinking 50 new hunters. I think that's a good goal by in the relevant. Does this apply to what we do? Yep, it does. And then time bound uh, by next hunting season. We can give it a try. Yeah, I say we give it a try. Um, You know, obviously, if people have ideas out there and they want to send it to us, hit up adventurousgentlemen at gmail.com. And, you know, to tie it back to that, This is the reason, though, too, we're doing the photo contest we're doing right now. Yeah. You know, for those of you who don't know, the photo contest is send us a picture. You can send it to that email or you can tag us on Instagram. And it's show us the most fun part of hunting to you. And so far, I've gotten a shit ton of photos. So I'm just going to narrow it down to my three favorite. And then Frank and Aaron are going to make the call from there. But. You know, right now, there's there's a lot of great photos, and I'm really looking forward to seeing them. I would, uh, you know, you can send them to the email and post them on Instagram. That would be great. I would prefer it if you do both because then I definitely get it in the email. But also, if it's on Instagram, uh, other people are seeing it. Other people are seeing the positivity get out there. In like a spider web, it just keeps going. You know, it will keep going, and it will spread. And if you keep spreading it, eventually we will reach these goals. Yeah. No, I agree. Shit. You can win. You can win a Wubby, a Kafaru bottle, an adventurous gentleman hat and T-shirt. And after this giveaway, don't worry, it ends the fifteenth, which is coming up. And we're probably going to be doing another uh, positive change giveaway. And I think we're going to make a hashtag so we can start tracking all the photos. I've got an idea for a hashtag. What do you think of this? Hunting fun. Oh, you're breaking up. What was that? I said the hashtag would be hunting fun. Well, so it ends like it began. I am solo again. I believe Aaron lost Snyder. <laughs> I lost Snyder. 
Uh, and he lost reception while on his way into work. Um, tying it all back together, though, Aaron and I are obviously going to have to talk. And I'm sure whatever we figure out, you guys will be made aware of, of how we can Im- improve this hunting community and get more people hunting and get more of a positive light shown on hunting. So this isn't something, you know, we lose. And it's something people really appreciate and value even those who may still choose not to hunt. So that being said, um, do the contest. Please share it. Get it out there. Really push it. We need people. It's not going to be something that just Aaron and I achieve alone. It's a monumental task, and it's going to take us all. And we appreciate all of your help, all of your support, and thank you. You know, from the bottom of my heart, truly thank you for all of you who took the time to send us pictures. I, I've been loving them. I really appreciate them. So continue up the good work. Get out there and uh, live your life with vigor. <laughs>